the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant. And since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. And we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning. And welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings, investments, and your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show, a show that's all about saving money, building up wealth, and understanding of the world today. It, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. And, uh, you know, we, we try to bring up all types of issues that are going to try to help you out to understand the world today, to understand retirement, of how to deal with retirement, and and where do we go from here. I, this, is, this is the fastest, you know, most some of the most dramatic changes uh, that, that we've seen in, in just decades happening very quickly. <laughs> if you look in the last three years, we we have gone from basically a – uh, a, a pretty stable environment to to one that to one that that is really is just much more volatile. We started with the pandemic in 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 2020, uh, which uh, it, you know we, things were going fine at the start of 2020 in January, and all of a sudden we started seeing these issues in China. Uh, on the Max Out Saving Show, we brought you we look ahead of everybody else out there. We were pointing out the supply chain issues, the problems. We're saying, look, this COVID is it appears to the coronavirus appears to be worse 
than people think. Uh, we, you know, we did a lot of research on the subject. We looked at the earliest Lancet papers coming out of London. We looked at the R-naught factors. We talked about an R-naught factor. Nobody even knew what an R-naught factor was. It's simply the, the level of its ability to spread. And we said that this is a very serious thing and should be cautious. Well, you know, and, and and then the economy was shut down for two months, two or three months. It was it was a frightening time, uh, and uh, a lot of people lost their jobs. We we engaged in the in the largest uh, deficit spending program since World War II, uh, without a doubt. I mean, our deficits have skyrocketed in value from from the low twenties up to thirty one trillion dollars in a matter of of three years. It, 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 and so, 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 so then the economy started recovering. At that, we, we had supply chain issues. You know, people, they, we shut down production in the United States, and, uh, and then we restarted it, and demand took off. And, and one thing that we, we discovered, a number of things. A lot of people realized that they didn't like their job or they didn't want to live in the place they wanted to. And it changed a lot of people's thinking. Our manufacturing capacity was 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 incredibly finely honed machine uh, on the level of a, of a of a Formula One race car. Uh, you know, was able to bring products in from all over the was able to manufacture. Uh, import and distributed products at remarkable speeds and efficiency, but all of a sudden that didn't work. It didn't work in a world where where you had supply chain issues, where you had shutdowns, uh, where where you had uh, factory closures, and, and then then when then when the, when the production when demand took off and, and accelerated beyond what was expected, uh, just in time manufacturing was a complete failure. And, and and so we've had to we've had to re, re, remove our our supply chains. I mean, we can't have all you know. China when China China shut down their manufacturing capacity. That was one of the things we were saying. Look, everyone was telling us that out there all the research that people just looked at. Don't worry about the Wuhan virus. You know, if, if these things happen, I'm like, well, why is China shutting down 80 percent of their manufacturing capacity? Well, that backed up some supply chains all over the world, resulting in an inflation. Because the shortage, of people were able to raise prices, but it was worse than that. We had had the biggest uh, record deficit spending since World War II. The only, I mean, the only other time we've had this type of spending is World War II and the Civil War, basically. And and, and so here we were ramping up production, uh, 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 spending money like crazy, having shortages, so inflation took off. This is something that we hadn't seen. Uh, you know, nobody knew there could be inflation. This was a this was a modern modern phenomenon. I mean, most people the last time inflation was the 1980s. It ended early 1980s. That, that was over 40 years ago. 40 years ago, inflation. So people didn't know. Money, you know, so inflation took off. Supply chain issues, uh, but the stock market boomed. It was fantastic. The Fed flowed money. The U.S. government said, "Look, we can spend." Uh, they, they did something. Uh, Stephanie Kelton, a brilliant professor out of out of Harvard University, the place where the smartest people in the world come from, they were utterly brilliant. Said, "Look, we can spend as much money as we want because we have our own currency and control our currency. Inflation will never be a problem. And if it is, if inflation's ever a problem, we'll just jack up everybody's taxes, and inflation's going to go away." So they said, oh, "Man, this is fantastic. We can spend as much money as we want." And they did it. So we had the pandemic. We spent enormous trillions of dollars, several trillion dollar deficits that year. And then the next year, things were coming along pretty well. More, more spending, another stimulus program, uh, an infrastructure. 
infrastructure program, a Green New Deal program, because after all, you can spend as much money as you want. And then what happened? We had inflation surged over nine and a half percent, the highest level in 45 years. And, and, and at that point in time, the, the world changed in, in many cases. And then so, you know, then the inflation started, you know, inflation's up around 9%. And then what else happened? What's the next thing that happened? And what happened is, is Russia invaded the Ukraine. I mean, this was a big mystery. We felt they were going to invade. Uh, we were pretty sure of it because two things. Everybody, as we've talked about on the show, most people analyzing the Russia-Ukraine war, they sit there and they look at, look at Vladimir Putin. Uh, he's a bad guy, which we agree. So they're analyzing what Vladimir Putin's doing, and then they're making decisions based on, on what the bad guy's going to do, what Putin's going to do. Well, the mistake they made is nobody looked and looked at, 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 at Joe Biden and said, what does this guy want out of this? I mean, is it his, to his advantage for do they think it's does Biden's team think it's to their advantage if we can get Putin to invade the Ukraine? We thought they did. And so we said, look, you know, we, we felt there was going to be the war. Joe Biden goes, look, I've got an ace in the hole. I'm going to put these sanctions on it. I'm going to crush the Russia's economy. So what does he do? He puts on sanctions. He says, look, you can't use the banking system. We're, oh, you've got, uh, you know, was it four or five hundred? A billion dollars in, in the central banks in the U.S. and other places. Yeah, I talked I talk to a high-level government official friend of mine. He's like, you know, you know what caught a lot of people off guard? Putin didn't pull the money out of the central bank over there. Uh, it, it, you know, so they think, well, he's not going to do anything. Well, so they just said, well, we're just going to confiscate that money. Well, the minute they did that, that, that put Putin in a box. It was a great strategic move to, to really put pressure on Putin. The problem was, is these people were going to take out Putin. They were going to rush. What's going to be defeated? There was no doubt about it. But they never thought about the secondary consequences of what they were going to do. If you take away, if you put, it's one thing to put sanctions on North Korea and Iran, the, the bad guys in the world of Cuba, where nobody cares about. It's another thing to put sanctions on a major country. The minute you put those sanctions on one country, the minute you take away their foreign exchange reserves, every other major country on earth has got to start running scenarios. What if they come after us? What if we get sanctions? Oh, no. We've got to sit there and maybe we're going to have to possibly deal with the Chinese. We might have to use the Chinese yuan because we can't have all our eggs in one basket because, because the U.S. – because look at Joe Biden's sanctions. So those sanctions came on. The Max Out Savings Show, we said, look, this is a big problem. Uh, we, we, we said this war is a big problem. We laid out the case and it, on the show in the Max Out Savings Report. We said these are, these are the commodities. Look at the percentage of the, of the, of the wheat, of the corn, of, of the aluminum, of the uh, – of oil and gas coming out of Ukraine, coming out of Russia, this is going to be inflationary for commodity prices. And then we said this is a wartime economy. So over the last three years, we've gone from the worst pandemic since the uh, was it 1918 uh, smallpox, uh, or, or I don't know if it was smallpox, but the flu, the the, the flu in 1918. We 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 went. We we went to the uh, the sh first shutdown in, in U.S. history. We went we and we're ramping up to a major war. Uh, it, 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 uh, and and uh, uh, a big inflationary cycle. We have rare. Th th this is the, the analogs to, to this world today is is pre World War II, World War II, and then 1970s. And then we you know it's we we pointed these things out to you and we tried to help you understand you know where, where things are going. But but what I want you understand is things have changed. This is why last year we had the worst financial. Uh, Returns in the markets 
for the 60-40 stock split in, in history, uh, stocks, 60% stock, 40% bonds, a 19% re uh, negative return on, on the S&P 500, the fourth worst in 100 years. Uh, this is why we had the worst bond market last year, either since 1970, uh, the 1970s, or it, some people make the case uh, 1789, uh, it be because the, the, these are just radical changes. Inflation uh, is hitting the markets. It, it's all of these things. You know, a lot of people, it was a disaster last year. I mean, we, we were, you know, very, very fortunate in Exxon Savings Advisors. I mean, I think we understood these things. But the, what I'm trying to communicate with you is this is a rapidly changing world. It's a completely different world. I mean, quite frankly, I, I didn't think it was that hard. You know, to sit there and not just have horrible losses that people had last year. I mean, the problem, I mean, look, we studied the I've studied the market for decades and decades. I've been in it, and from a very young age, the people I, the people, my mentors, they made a fortune in the 1970s. They were probably the hottest group on Wall Street. And so I think we were able to kind of understand it. But, I, but I'm still amazed that people couldn't figure out that, that rising inflation and rising bond markets weren't, were not good for the – I mean, I, they, they, you had to change your – if you deal with 40 years of declining in, of inflation and inflation suddenly takes and breaks out explosively higher, you don't change your investment strategy, but they didn't. And, and so, but you need to change your investment strategy. You need to understand that the world is fundamentally different today than, than, it, was, than it was three years ago. Again, these are momentous changes. And so what you have to do is, is anticipate, move through these changes. You know, commodities are outperforming in this market. Uh, long-term bonds, the long-term bond, I think, was down over 40% in some of the cases. If you're in short-term bonds, it wasn't that bad. Uh, but but again, you know, the, you know, you you understand these things. If you look at at, at, at growth stocks, got it was a massacre. It was like over thirty percent down in the S and uh, the, the the Nasdaq. It was a massacre in the growth stocks. Rising inflation uh, at higher interest rates uh, uh, caused PE ratios to fall, and the ones with the biggest PE ratios fall the most. So that, a lot of value stocks did quite well last year, and, and so. I understand it's a different world. It's a world that requires active management uh, versus passive management. And it's a world that, that requires uh, the, uh, the ability to think and to anticipate. And so, you know, uh, so it, it, we, what we do is we do, we, we talk a lot of this in the show to kind of get, give you some understanding of the world. We send out our max out savings report. By the way, if you didn't get the max out savings report, it went out uh, Friday. And uh, if you didn't get it, check your uh, your uh, uh, spam box or junk email box. Sometimes it's there. Uh, and we just sent out the report writing about a lot of these things. We put out a lot of things to help you out. Uh, we, we also manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors. We manage long-term retirement money. Uh, if you need some help, you can go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. But also sign up for the completely free report. Uh, you can, the, the, our appointments are free too. If you meet with us, it's free. But the reports are free, and we just we, we talk about a lot of these issues in, in in the market in the world today. Now, I tell you what, we're, we're coming up here in a quick break. We'll be right back. We have some interesting things going to be talking about. Some real positive things happening on on the, on some of the, the the fronts to control some of the uh, the out of control. Uh, uh, you know, policies of the Biden administration. We, we have some interesting things to talk about, uh, about, you know, do you know where your the importance of understanding where your tax bracket is? A lot of interesting things will be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show.
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're just savings investments in your retirement. This is a live show, and so you can uh, give us a call if you want on Saturdays. On Sunday, the 7 a.m. is a repeat, but uh, now it's Saturday. You can give us a call, 713-339-1070. a couple things I just wanted to touch base on. I think the importance of knowing your tax bracket is a big deal. And what you want to know is your is the marginal tax bracket, which simply means that's at the top. That's that's you know for the marginal dollar you earn, what is your tax bracket? Because that's where your tax deductions are going to come into play, and that that's where if you take additional income, that's going to be the the price you. You, 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 the tax you pay, or if you defer income, that's the tax you pay. So it's important to understand what what is that 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 uh, uh, marginal bracket. But uh, this is married uh, jointly filing. I'm just going to run through a couple of them. Okay, if if you make up to twenty thousand five hundred dollars, it's ten percent. Anything over twenty thousand to eighty three thousand, you're, you're you're basically at twelve percent. That's 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 your tax bracket. Now, one hundred seventy-eight to three hundred and fifty thousand. So once you make over a hundred, uh, 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 
uh, over 178,000 to 340,000, your marginal bracket is 24%. Now, any money you make over $340,000 is is at a 32% bracket. And, and if you make 400,000, 430,000 to 647,000, it's a 35% bracket. Now, if you're making over $647,000, Okay, and God bless you. Uh, it's uh, or He has blessed you. Uh, it's you're, it's thirty seven percent, which means every dollar that 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 person has a tax deduction over that amount, he gets thirty seven percent back. It, it, and I, it, most people are in the one hundred seventy. Uh, well, I take that back. I mean, they're typically eighty five to one hundred seventy eight thousand. That then that, that your bracket is twenty two percent. Your marginal bracket. This is the marginal bracket, uh, and then. 178,000 to 340,000 it's 24%. So something to think about uh which means if you're you know if you're retired and you're in the brackets if you take additional money out of your 401k plan it's at the top bracket. If you could come up with a tax deduction that uh you know at at your top marginal bracket it that deduction goes against your top marginal bracket. And and, and a couple other things to think about is there's two types. Well, there's more than two, but but there's two main types of taxes. There's income tax and there's capital gains tax. If you have stocks you've owned for for uh, one year or less, that's taxed at ordinary income. So if you if you buy if you buy a stock and make ten uh, percent next month and you flip it and sell it, uh, that is. That's going to be taxed as your ordinary income bracket. Uh, the 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 uh, if you hold it for a year, it's it's twenty percent. So it's it, it's it's a pretty big difference, uh, it, it, and those capital gains rates are adjusted down. So so there's a lot lot to be saved for for a capital gain uh, between a long term capital gain and a short term capital gain. Now, you know one of the problems is it gets closer in. It's amazing how many times I tried to hold out to, for long term capital gains. On a, a, maybe a shorter term trade, and it didn't work, and it went back down. But, but, but it also highlights the the the, the difference, the tremendous saving is if you hold something for more than a year. Long term capital gains, you get a de, you get you get a reduced tax rate. But but the other important thing is is uh, you know we had some clients that had had a stock we, we've held it. And I I want to say we. We made over five times our money in the stock, and we've been selling it over time. It, you know, it, it. But for some of the clients, for some clients, it, it had gone over kind of the percentages we really wanted to hold, and we wanted to put back down some, so we sold some more at that point. But, uh, but what what it highlights is 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 you have to also let the importance of letting your profits run in, in an investment. I mean, sometimes things are long term, sometimes things are short term. But if you can if you can let if you can let some of your positions run and really build up big wealth, that that's how you do it. Uh, you know, ideally you want to you want to sell your losers. It, it holds your winners. It it, it, it remarkably, uh, yeah, that, that's very hard for people to do. The easiest thing in the world is to be up twenty percent in something and you know after a month or a couple months and sell it out immediately. And you know, it, 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 it really. It's it's fantastic, but you know it, it's a lot harder if the stock is down twenty percent. You know it, that's a painful that's a loss and, and it's painful. But years ago, my manager uh, first got in this business, Frank James. He came up. He he he, he did a little 
uh, presentation. He said, look, if you have five stocks and you invest in five stocks, let's say a year later, let's say two of the stocks are down, one of them is even, and two of them are up. So, so you sell, you sell, if you sell your winners and you reinvest, basically it's almost a 50% chance, a little less than that, 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 that you could have a loser. So, you, so now you have two new stocks, but there's a high probability that one of them could be a loser uh, on, on the deal. So, so if a year later that goes through and then you, you look again, you have, you, you have your two stocks, one lost money, one made money. You have three stocks that are down, one that's even, and one that's a winner. And so what you're doing is you're building up losers. And what you'd like to do is typically when things work, they work better. Than, the, the big trends work better than you think. The big stocks work better than you think. I mean, the closest I, I, I can come to this was the oil and gas business. I, 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 years ago, I remember, you know, uh, one of these, these, these big-time geologists is talking to me. He goes, you know, he goes, in this business, you drill an oil well, it, it, oftentimes you're, big, you're, you're really big. The ones you look back on in time, the ones that were the really big ones were actually bigger than you thought they were. And, 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 and oftentimes some of the ones you thought were good weren't good. And, and I think what you really want to do is get – you want to have those elephants. You want to have some bigger returns in your portfolio. And so it's important to manage the portfolio. You know, if things run up, maybe you take a partial position off the table. You know, you manage it. Uh, the one I told you was up big. I think we've sold that two or three times. We've been, you know, kind of selling as it went up. So so, so understand, but try to keep, keep a couple couple things here. Understand your tax bracket, well, your, mar your marginal tax bracket, it, it lets your winners run. Th these are going to help you over the long term uh, in, in the markets. I mean, right now, uh, you know, having said that, look, I mean, I think if, you know, I, I, our thinking, you know, we lightened up some stuff this week and actually put a hedge on uh, for our clients. It's just the markets had a run up and, it, and and we still just have a lot of concerns about the, uh, about. Is inflation going away? I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if, if we get a good inflation number next week. Uh, the CPI is coming out, but 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 we just it, the, the wages keep going up. Uh, corporate America is making a big deal about all the people they're firing, and uh, but but it's real hard to take back the wage increases that they've given to the other workers. And, uh, you know, this is the first time in history uh, that I can remember, and I've followed this this business a long time. Where, where it's almost like a badge of honor for corporate America to sit there and say they're – I mean, I'm convinced some of these tech companies are, are laying off workers just because they're under so much pressure from Wall Street to lay off workers so so the economy slows and inflation goes down. I mean, it, it's almost like they, it, it, this is the same group of CEOs that, if you remember right, uh, uh, in mid-fall of last year were assuring us we were going to be in, in a big recession come the first of the year or by the end of the year, all of them, you know, Jamie Dimon, you know, all – you know the head of Bank America, you know, and the rest of the, uh, you know, of the uh, global economic forum uh, executives were all assuring us. Then the message went out that look, we're going to have a bad recession, you know, in the first, uh, you know, at the end of the year, starting in 2023. And and look, are we are we going to in a slowdown? Yeah, it could slow down some more. Yeah, but but now all of a sudden it's like well we might not have a recession, and now all of a sudden well, we have to fire all these workers. And, and, and again, they're all reading from the same script 
you know, hey, you know, this is what you get into when you get people in Davos that think they are smarter than everyone else and can kind of convince everybody it's going in one direction. No one has been ever ever able to predict the economy. You just have to kind of keep studying and see where it goes. Uh, and, and you have to you have to be able to think for yourself uh, with critical thought. And, and you know, it, you know, the question is, we, we have an enormous number of executives, corporate executives, and people in Washington are just have become followers rather than thinking through and analyzing the situation. So so we'll see what happens there. Uh, our, and we talked some about the, a couple things in the max out savings report we sent out. Uh, we, we talk a lot about a wartime economy. It, 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 I really I brought this up a lot because I, I, I still think it's hard for people to understand. As, you know, we're, we're basically – we're not at war with Russia, but we're doing everything we can except put troops in. We're saying, hey, we'll give you all our munitions. We'll give you our missiles. We're going to give you our tanks. You know, we're going to give you Bradley fighting vehicles. We're going to give you our Himmlers. You know, I mean, I, I, I think oh, the United States during World War II with Adolf Hitler, we wouldn't have sent any soldiers or would have just sent over all the equipment, and then we could say we were never at war. I mean, it's it, it, at some point in time, it becomes pretty clear to everybody, and and and. and and I fear we're sort of heading that direction. Uh, you know, we 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 on this show for over a decade we have talked about that. You know, China stealing jobs, about China stealing technology, about China is a threat to the United States, about the globalism is a problem. We point out that you know we pointed out that the uh, we did a show one time on on the fisheries how the how the Chinese fishing fleets were stripping out the worlds of fish. You know, we talked about. There were satellite photos off the coast of Argentina, and if you looked at the satellite picture, you said, "Oh, look, there's a there's a there's a city out there, uh, off of the coast of Argentina that's like 20 or you know 30, 40, 50 miles long." And it's like, no, that's those are fishing vessels, you know, from China stripping out the things. We talked about the the percentage, massive percentages of of of, of land in China polluted by heavy metals, about nickel, cadmium. All types of things. We we did a story on that. You know, we've been saying China is the problem. We we're you know quote uh, competitive competition or whatever they want to call it. We've been saying that for over ten years now, uh, it, well over ten years, bringing this up. And so we view their them as a problem. So in my mind, it's not the best the best of interest of the United States of America to give up seven years of javelin missile production to the Ukraine so they can save the Donbass region, a little bitty region in the eastern Ukraine, and and, and, and pull down all our munitions and then and then we're running so low on munitions we knock on the door of the Israelis and the South Koreans and say, hey, we need some of the munitions we gave you guys for emergencies back. Because if the Chinese are watching this and they're going, hmm, this is looking interesting. Maybe we should take advantage of these stupid Americans. And, 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 and you know, we, we, we it, it's just some of these policies. The, the balloon last week was was astonishing. I mean, right about it in our Max Out Savings Report. I was, gonna, I was actually going to pull that out of the report. But but and I started thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, this balloon is the size, you know, the payload package is the size of two or three buses. It has a massive solar array on it. There's clearly massive amounts of, of spying of some type going on in this thing, and it's going right over our missile fields. It, it, you know, why did they let this thing? I mean, it, it's utterly astonishing they let their let that go through. And then they have some stupid little balloon that's the size of a Volkswagen Beetle come by in Alaska, and they shoot it down, and they pretend like this is a big victory. Well, they just got all the – they just – 
got a massive technological gain on us. And, and, and by the way, there's some new studies out that the Chinese are aggressively, much quicker ramping up their nuclear forces and their missile delivery systems than we thought. I mean, that balloon coming across the United States looks more like, hey, we're preparing for war than anything else. And Biden, I mean, just foolishly, you know, and, and by the way, you can tell how bad of the situation this is for a couple reasons. Uh, the U.S. canceled their the meeting with the first meeting with the cabinet level of, of Xi Jinping, which is going to be Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State. That was canceled. Then it, they weren't going to do anything. And then as soon as it got offshore after after they basically completed its spy mission, they shot it down. They weren't going to bring it up except a reporter in in uh, in, in Montana pointed out the, the balloon. They were just going to let it float over and not say anything. And then this little bitty weather balloon comes up in Alaska, and all of a sudden they're, you know, they're talking, you know, like they've, you know, uh, basically stopped the invasion, you know, the attack on Pearl Harbor. But clearly, uh, this balloon, I, and the reason I bring this up is I think this balloon thing had is, did a huge amount of damage to the Biden administration. It, look, I think they've been able to come up with, you know, open borders, lawlessness, transgender, one ridiculous thing after another, war with, with, with Russia, and, and sort of people are kind of looking at this, but when, when, a, when a, a spy balloon loaded with technology goes over our smoke, tremendous shock to the American people. In many ways, I won't say it's a Sputnik moment, but I, I do think it did an, a materially more damage to the Biden administration than anything so far. So, and, that, and that's why I'm kind of bringing that up here again today. Uh, so, we right, so anyway, so we, we're trying to ramp up our production. As I said, seven years of Javelin missiles would, you know, what do you think's going on between the Pentagon and the, Mr. and the people that make the Javelin missiles? It's like, yeah, okay, we need some more. Okay, well, we'll get that. We can get that rebuilt in seven years. Like, no, you sit there and expand the – what's it going to take to double the – triple the production? Uh-huh, yeah, well, get it done. No, you can't – if you have any problems with supply, yeah, you can't get that. Uh, whoever, whatever you need, you call, pick, pick the phone up, you call me, we'll get it to you. That's what's going on out there right now. It, it, and so you're seeing expansion of munitions factories, of missile factories, all this stuff in the United States. Again, so this is a more, look, we are ramping up right now. And, and, and we write about this in the Max Savings Report. The reason I talk about a wartime economy, it, look, in wartime, what is the last thing anybody's paying attention to? Okay. Well, I tell you what they are paying attention. They're not paying attention to the stock market. They're going to sit there and go, we want the money in the United States capital to be going into manufacturing, into production, into warehouses, in, in, into inventory in the United States of America. We're not interested in, in, in this money going in to sit there and take in, in, to, to run the stock market up. We're not interested in this money being used for for uh, private equity investments and borrowing and mezzanine bar and all this other stuff. We want this money to go into production. The United States is under threat, and we've got to straighten this up. It's a fundamental shift. For the last 25 years, anytime there was the least little bit hiccup, the Federal Reserve comes running to the rescue, flood the system with money, asset prices go up. That's not in the best interest of the United States. The best interest of the United States of America right now is to rebuild our manufacturing capacity. Because if China were to invade Taiwan, we could be cut off with lar from large amounts of production that we need, or spare parts, or not parts, or critical parts, or whether that or uh, uh, that need to be for, for, for production here or products in the United States. What do you think is going to happen if 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 China invades 
Taiwan. You think you'll be able to trot down to the Apple store and pick up another iPhone anytime you want? No way. And that that's it, it gets it, and so understand it's a different world than it has been in the past. But there's ways to make money from that. Tell you what, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media. We create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Got any questions or comments, you can give us a call, 713-339-1070. Interesting story. Uh, The uh, Texas is – they're they're putting together a – the Texas Natural Gas uh, Securitization Finance Corp. It has a three point four million dollar uh, bond offering coming up. And this was to help out some of the utilities that really got in trouble during the, the, the freeze and, and, and to kind of spread out the risk. But uh, uh, Attorney General Paxton, uh, Texas Attorney General Paxton, has barred uh, Citibank from, uh, from uh, 
participating in this large bond offering because uh, the city Citibank's retailer rules violate the 2021 uh, uh, Texas law that bars the state from contracting to companies that uh, impose anti-gun regulations. And, and what city city announced that uh, that 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 they would prohibit affiliated retailers from selling high-capacity magazines, firearms to people under the age of 21, selling bump stocks, selling guns to people who haven't passed a, a background check. So, look, some of those might be fair. I don't know. Maybe they're not. I, I disagree with them. But here's the problem. In the United States of America, we can't have big banks telling telling people how they're going to live their lives. We can't have big banks coming in and, and dictating rules and regulations on how people live and what they get to do, whether they can own a gun or not. It's unacceptable, uh, no matter how admirable or not the, the rule is. It, the, the place for this is government. Corporations are not governments. Corporations have no have no should not, under any circumstances, be telling people how to live. We need to get these woke. CEOs out of corporations. And so Citibank is like, look, Texas is like, look, we're not going to do business with Citibank. I mean, Costco, they got a Citibank card. You know, I'm not going to get a Citibank card, uh, you know, because I'm just not going to be involved with somebody like this. And again, the problem is, if it's, even if you agree with, yeah, well, something needs to be done there, it's good. If the problem is, it's guns this time. It's going to be, you know, Coca-Cola and French fries next time. It's going to be, you know, they're going to be mandating the size of our plates. You know, we eat. I mean, I have, I, I keep a very strict diet most of the time. I try to really watch what I eat. But it's not, it's not some banks uh, or, or, you know, Disney to, uh, responsibility to tell me how to live my life. I mean, that is frightening. This is a free country. You know, God gave us free will, and, and what the United States did is they gave us the freedom to exercise that, unlike any other country in the world. And, and here come the, these woke CEOs. I mean, I, I think the head of Citibank ought to resign. But, you know, but we are getting tough with it. Texas has just kicked Citibank out of, out of, the, out of the, uh, the syndicate for, for the bond deal. So, so it's a positive. Good things are starting to happen. There's other things starting to happen. BlackRock is being cut back. BlackRock is being removed from pensions, from state pensions. I actually talked to one of our clients. I was I was shocked how many BlackRock funds were in. And this is a, this was a good sized energy company. And, and there's BlackRock funds. I mean, BlackRock has done everything they can to try to you know attack the energy business. Why would anybody in Houston, Texas, have BlackRock? Uh, funds in, 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 in their 401k plans. I mean, it's insulting if you're in the oil and gas business. I mean, Larry Fink was very clear in his letter. He was going to defund the oil and gas sector. And he also said he was going to defund states like Texas that supported the oil and gas sector. He's since been discredited and, 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 and the attorney generals and, and, the tre and the treasurers and controllers of states around the, the country are now, are now uh, cutting back on, on, on BlackRock and limiting BlackRock. You, you, gonna have to, before this is over, it's going to be important. You have to stand up for your beliefs. You have to stand up for your freedoms. And, 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 and you know, even if even if it's you know cutting up the Citibank credit card or not or, or or you know calling your HR person and saying look why are we using BlackRock funds it's it's, it's every little thing helps. You know what it's called? It's this goes back to a book I read. <laughs> Actually, one of the more expensive books I ever purchased. I have to say I had to track it down. Uh, it's called Moving the Mountain. 
Okay, and and, and the, the, the Democrats and the globalists are, are really good at this. I mean, it, it, this is actually probably more of a communist uh, state. Uh, it's called moving the mountain. You know how you move the mountain? One little rock at a time, and you just keep doing it, and you keep doing it, and you keep doing it. And we all should be working, take moving those little pebbles, those little rocks, and all of us move the mountain. And, and that, that's why that's so important to understand that, because the other side has been doing that to us for a long time, and we just haven't been paying attention. Uh, coming up here, uh, this is the last segment of the show, uh, but the I, I wanted to just touch base on, on a couple things we write about in our Max Out Savings Report. Uh, you know, uh, the market had the lows in October. Is this the start of a, of a new bull market? You know, we, we don't think so. Uh, a couple things. The Chinese uh, economy is reopening. They, 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 you know, they, they've, get, they've, they've kind of backed off on the COVID rules. What, you know, what really had there was protests, but really happened is the R not factor on this last batch of you know, a mutants of COVID was really very high, and it spread like wildfire. They just couldn't control it. It, 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 and the COVID wasn't that deadly. And so China's opening up. And look, opened up, the economy boomed. There were shortages. People were traveling all over the place. And and the Chinese, you know, you got to think they're going to do exactly what we did. They're tired of being cooped up too. They want to get out. And the interesting thing is, uh, you know, let's talk. I write in the report. China's uh, savings rates, our savings rates about, was it 3.4%, uh, somewhere in there right now, uh, th- their savings rate is about 33%. It, it, and that's, that's a huge that's a huge savings rate. I mean, that's a lot of money. They've saved up about $1.2 trillion uh, overall uh, in, in, in excess savings, similar, kind of similar to what the U.S. did. They're going to start spending some of that money. Now, the Chinese typically, their savings rate, you know, closer over the long term, like 24, 25%. So they've been saving a lot too. So they're going to spend a lot of money. So this is going to be very good for commodities. Uh, it, uh, this is not going to be good for inflation. It's going to be more inflationary. It's going to be very good for oil and gas. I think, I think we're going to see oil moving up in here. Uh, it, 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 and so in that environment, uh, inflation's not likely to go down. Uh, and the other thing is, is the, the the interest rates are still very high. We have what's known as a negative yield curve right now. And, and, and with that, what I, what I mean is, is that that the, the short term rate is higher than the long term rate. The long term rate is is I'm at three point six five or seven, something like that. The, the, you know what? You know what? Guess what the one year Treasury rate is right now. Think about it. Put, what do you think? The one-year Treasury rate is about 4.88%. Uh, this was, uh, I think, Friday, Thursday, Friday, uh, which is it, – it's gone back up some more again. That's a pretty high rate. And that is – over the last decade, before 2020, all we heard about – and even 2020 into 2021, all we heard about was TINA. There, which is an acronym for there is no alternative. Like, look, all I can do is put my money in the stock market because because Fed funds are close to zero. 
the long-term treasury rate at, 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 at you know at the bottom was 0.5 percent on the 10-year bond uh, during the pandemic. I mean, I can't get the money anywhere. Uh, only thing I can do is pour money in the stock market. Well, that's come to an end. If you can get 4.88 percent on a one-year treasury, which is very safe and very, the most liquid and safest asset you can get for all practical purposes. Uh, you know, money funds are a little better, but, you know, the treasuries, there's always, you know, it's always a market for that. Uh, that, you know, it, it, you know, to comment on uh, one of my mentors, I mean, if you can't sell treasuries, it just, you know, we'll all be living in caves. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it so, so there is an alternative right now. And, and I think that's going to put, put, uh, put pressure on the markets. In addition, looking at the, at the, uh, Inflation. Inflation, as we talked about, China's reopening. Uh, oil, we believe the commodities are going to go up. It's going to be tough for inflation. We just saw, I mean, D- Delta had just just some big numbers of 5, 5% raises for two or three years for their pilots. You're still seeing wage inflation out there. Yeah, it's interesting. You see all the, there's this massive list of all these tech companies laying off workers out there. But, but, but you hear it when you're talking to people and, and and so people go, look, every CEO I talk to is still having trouble finding workers. I mean, I think they're, you know, I think they're saying that they're laying some people off just to make Wall Street happy. In some of the tech sector, they really have to. But if you go to many of the industrial companies, they're all hiring still. If you look at that, you know, all, there's tons and tons of companies out there. So, so, so the wage inflation is going to be stickier. Is the economy slowing down some? Yes. Uh, but but we have to watch now. If something badly goes wrong with the Russia war or China or something, then all bets are off, and you know we, we, we'll, we'll we'll get you there. But 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 right now, I, I think what we're looking at is is it, still headwinds coming in this market. Look, the, the market for the first, the, the S and P five hundred for the first time. Well, you had it in twenty twenty, but but we're going to have declining earnings this year. It and. And, and look, we had declining earnings in 2020, and the Fed flooded us money. This time, we do, we have declining earnings, and we have high interest rates. Yeah, what was that? Okay. Uh, oh, do I have a caller? Oh, sorry. Okay, thanks. I'm sorry, it came through. So, so, uh, so what we're seeing is there's alternatives to the market. There's declining interest rates. There's rising interest rates. There's inflation. There's a war going on with Russia, and, and, and things are ramping up there. That those that is not the recipe for a bull market. And so, as I said, look, we we, we put a hedge on this week. Uh, you know, we, we, we're, we're, we're you know we're pretty cautious in here. Uh, but it, it, and that that's kind of that's kind of what what we're looking at. I yeah I, I think I write about this in the Max Out Savings Report. It, it really it's going to be about factories it's going to be about commodities it's going to be about production those it's 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 really is more of a wartime situation and so this is something that we want to continue to watch i mean yeah okay the looking at the the, you know, the concern with Russia is, do we get some type of black swan? Does this thing just completely spin out of control? You know, where, you know, eventually do we sit, do we have to sit there and go, okay, Ukraine, we're going to give you fighters and we're going to give you nuclear weapons to put on the fighters. I mean, at some point in time, 
they, you know, they, they keep ramping up the pressure, ramping up the pressure. The Russians are like, look, we're, we're putting a half a million troops in there. We're going to, I mean, at some point in time, does this thing disintegrate into a complete nuclear uh, uh, situation? And that that is the thing we you have to be cognizant of in this world right now. And I would like to see peace talks. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to get them for a while, but uh but I, I think they keep hoping that the Russians are going to back down, but it's just a difficult situation. So I think you still want to have, you know, your defensive plan in the field. You want to be cautious and you want to protect your time. Look, one minute. Okay. Keep in mind, war and inflation are the two biggest enemies to retirement. And we're looking at both of those. And as you talk about the max out savings force, they're advancing on the field now. Anyway, so if you need some help, uh, go to our website. You can request a free appointment with me. I'll sit down with you to show how we manage money at Max Out Savings Revised, but at least sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. And remember our motto in philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. I hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.